Okay. Welcome. It's July 13th. It's, uh, the day before Bastille Day. Right? We all, we also missed uh, Friday the 13th by one day, I guess. Shit, you're right. Thir- we were Thursday so the 13th. Bullet dodged. Yeah. Bullet dodged. No, uh, no hockey masked uh, serial killers. When I was a kid, I used to really be really scared of that. I used to be f- very freaked out by that. Like all day, I would be looking over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to pretend to feign illness so I don't have to go to school today. Why? It's Friday the thirteenth, man. The 13th, they should give man. kids off because imagine if you do go to school on Friday the thirteenth and something terrible happens, like a goblin does a school shooting. <laughs> Like yeah. Not a regular person. Not a, a regular person, but Freddy Krueger shows up and does a school shooting. You'll be scarred for life twice over. You'll be scarred by the shooting and then scarred by the fact that it was Freddy Krueger on the Friday the 13th. Uh, yeah. So, see, he leveled up. He's like, uh, I'm not going to use the finger blades anymore. Well, I mean, what if a goblin showed up, but he didn't do a school shooting? He just ate lunch in the cafeteria and got tummy ache. It just and sat just said, like a normal uh, kid. See you guys later. <laughs> it was like, was that a goblin? Yeah, they they gave him detention because he didn't he wasn't being quiet in the lunch line, and yeah, so he has to sit by himself in the classroom. It's on the Friday goblin. the thirteenth. One more one more unruly action out of you. You're going back to the uh, Bavarian Black Forest <laughs> where you belong. You fucking goblin. <laughs> Go back into the fairy tales from whence you came. I got a question uh, a little along the lines of this. Why, it seems like we have stopped the momentum with superstitions. It's like every superstition we still hold is from yesteryear. But why is it, as time goes on, do we not develop new superstitions as new things arise? You know know what what? I mean? Like, what is a superstition for the digital age? I guess conspiracy theory might fit the bill slightly. Except a lot of those are real. Well, <laughs> yeah, a lot of those are real and have like a political kind of lens to them. I, I was thinking about this the other day. What happened to like shit like their Bermuda Triangle or spontaneous human combustion? Like that shit doesn't happen anymore, man. Well, you, what well, you're yeah. talking about is a superstition, like like walking under a ladder or seeing a black cat, a black cat across the or street, throwing yeah. salt over your shoulder for good luck, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, why like, do we not have any? We've not added anything to the superstition canon in a number of years. Yeah, like, basically what you're saying is the equivalent would be basically, like, if you go to a website and it takes longer than five seconds to load, that's a bad sign. You know what I'm saying? Oh, if you get right. if you get the capture wrong more than, like, three times, it's a bad sign. The screen, right, the screen yeah. Shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the capture thing yeah. what do you got out of the capture yeah. mm-hmm. bloody Mary did y'all ever do that you go into a dark uh, room and Aaron's like no that's white people shit <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that is that when you look at the mirror though and say it like uh, and or like, Candyman say, Candyman's Candyman yeah, 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 yeah Kissinger 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 <laughs> and he shows up in your house <laughs> some bloated old Nazi pops up behind you and <laughs> encourages you to do war crimes in Southeast Asia uh, order a drone strike on your house. <laughs> order a drone strike on your own house. That would be a good, <laughs> just a stupid on the nose horror movie about summoning Henry Kissinger, and then just bad things happen to your friends and family, and the most, uh, you know, your block gets invaded. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I th- we no. used to do Candyman, yo. I remember that shit. Nobody's stepping on cracks to break their mother's backs. Only backs we're breaking are those of our. Hey, never mind. <laughs> those of the working. Those of the working class. <laughs> yeah. Those of the international proletariat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I still didn't step on cracks because I'm OCD, and like I used to walk home from school and I used to not do that because I, I really did think that it would hurt my mom. And uh, now I don't do it just because I'm OCD and I don't like the thought of stepping on a crack. It just, something about it is gross. Ew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know I, have, I have a friend who, uh, he thinks that if you're walking down the street and you guys like split poles, there's two of you and you split a pole or a tree or something like that, he thinks it's bad luck. So he will literally like walk back around if I split the pole and walk on my side to avoid a... Our superstitions uh, just OCD rituals and we just didn't know what to call them. Yeah. A long time ago. <laughs> what you're supposed to do in that situation, tell your friend, is one of you gets on one side of the tree, the other one gets on the other side of the tree, and then you try to pull it apart like a wishbone. And whoever gets the bigger the bigger side... Whoever gets the bigger, yeah. the bigger side, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, the wishbone the, is another thing, man. That's another one. Well, that's the, well, the wishbone thing is very not OCD con- conducive because it's. I hate that Like when you break it, one side, you're going to come away with a bigger piece. Like, I... Like, um... True OCD head. I need um, I need it to split evenly. You know what evenly. I'm saying? That aggravates your OCD even more. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. That's that shit I don't like. That's what that song That's was about. That's that shit I don't like. <laughs> Wishbone splitting unequally. That's that shit That's I don't shit like. I don't like. <laughs> That's the real That's, meaning of the song. See, people uh, yeah. Uh, Chief Keefer, fellow OCD head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the almighty Sosa won't step on a you won't catch that guy stepping on a crack. No uh, way. Walking under a ladder. No. Um I heard uh Go ahead, go ahead, Terrence. No, I don't have anything. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say too, uh I remember one time I was walking with a friend. She said that if a cat crosses from left to right across the street, then that's good luck, supposedly, as opposed to like right to left. So uh I guess people are putting spins on superstitions, man. People are remixing them a little bit. Yeah, you know? you, I mean, you have to. In today's day and age, you have to re- put spins on these things. That's what that's what RFK Jr. is doing this week after decades <laughs> of environmental advocacy. <laughs> He's putting his own spin on it on the Jordan Peterson program. I Dude, I, I like I said in the group chat, I hate him so fucking much. He sucks <laughs> well, so bad. What what's his deal, man? Because I think uh, I think uh, Ken Klippenstein posted this uh, tweet where there was a time, like I think it was Time Out magazine or some shit like that, where like it was in the '90s, man, where he was being heralded as like sort of a, you know, like the legacy of his like his dad, you know, and like now he just seems has he always been batshit crazy? Has has like nobody ever noticed that he was this insane or has it been like a thing budding over time? He started out as a well, he he came across my radar and probably Tom's too as an as a mountaintop removal, like anti mountaintop removal like coal mining activist. Yeah. So it's like he was like a he big was environmentalist. He was an environmentalist, yeah. yeah. So it's that's why it's <laughs> fascinating to see him talking to jordan peterson about climate change being basically a fake like elite it's which <laughs> yeah i don't know engineered by elite cabal yeah, of yeah, people yeah. oh god dude 
It's yeah, like, it's dude, fucking bleak, I, there's this, there's, there's a <laughs> article in the, um, okay, so like, all, obviously, like, there are so many different data points you can pull to point towards like how bad climate change is right now. One of my favorites mm. at the moment, which is personally impacting me, is that like 90% of Georgia's peach crops have been destroyed because they typically need like three months to like three chilling months at the beginning of the growing season to be able to ripen. And they didn't get that because we've had the hottest summer in human history so yeah, far on record yeah on record and so it's like that for ni- another year in a yeah. row I'm, t- I'm getting tired of breaking these records yeah. man it's getting a little bit exhausting so it's like 90 percent of the georgia peach beach crop has been destroyed and that i fucking love peaches man it's my favorite it's my favorite fruit dog so we're gonna have to change my state is gonna have to change it's uh it's uh it's a uh, state fruit yeah. or well, I'll be honest with you. Y'all are already faking the funk a little bit because South Carolina actually is the peach state. But I know that. The peach state. We'll I let know. you have it, I guess. I know. <laughs> but. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. This is a war I'll propaganda, be, not, man. I don't even think I've had a real Georgia peach, man. I've been living here down for eight years. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I bought a, I'm pretty sure I've eaten a peach. It came from another state. I think that the like Walmart or some South shit. Carolina peaches were probably impacted too, right? Or am I just saying that to dig I myself out of slander at Georgia? Yeah. You know, I didn't know till recently, but peaches were brought over by the Spanish. Yeah, I knew that peaches too. Peaches and pigs brought over by the Spanish. Didn't know that. Not native. Shit, man. It's a heartbreaking fact to learn because I, you know, I associate Georgia as the peach state and feel warmly for it because of that. And it's a double fraud. Well, <laughs> stealing, stealing peach valor, man. This is um, <laughs> these articles say that South Carolina to see worst worst peach season in years. So also oh, South Carolina too. Dude, li- read this. Listen to this article I just saw in the New York Times about Phoenix, Arizona. Summers in Phoenix are now a brutal endurance match, as the climate warns forecasters say that dangerous levels of heat crank up earlier in the year, last longer, often well past Halloween, and lock America's hottest big city in a sweltering straitjacket. In triple-digit heat, <coughs> in triple-digit heat, monkey bars singe children's hands, water <laughs> bottles warp, and seatbelts feel like hot irons. Devoted runners strap on headlamps to go jogging at 4 a.m. when it is still only 90 degrees. Come home drenched in sweat and promptly roll down the sun shutters. Neighborhoods feel like ghost towns at midday with rumbling rooftop air conditioners offering the only sign of life. Which is which is which is a, a vicious cycle because that further perpetuates the climate change I when know. we crank up the AC. We're so fucked. Oh. This fucking Venus dog. This is like the fucking like this is crazy dog. We're That's so. literally a JG Ballard story. Where he talks about it being so hot that people have to come outside at night. It's Did so y'all fun. see did y'all see the Obama Hassan Minaj clip that was going around? Yes, oh, dude. <laughs> did that did that put you all in just as bad a place as it put me in? <laughs> wait, not so because, wait, what not it? for not because I thought Obama had the keys or any of his you know people yeah. had the keys to fixing this thing, but just knowing that they're fully prepared to let things get to an apocalyptic state, mm. and in yeah. fact at peace with it. Yeah. Was disconcerting. They made peace a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, you're they right. Made peace, like initially. You it's know right. What I mean? You're right. Like, there's nothing really, like, there's nothing they could have singularly done that would have stopped this. Um, like, maybe there is. I don't know. But I do tend to think at this point, 
be, be, especially with everything with the Supreme Court, everybody's like, Obama and RBG did this. And it's like, yes, but at the same time, I also feel like real forces of history hours. Like, I don't think that any yeah. of these people could have done anything to stop the fucking freight train that that we all yeah. got on in the 80s and 90s. That It's like, on autopilot, dog. Yeah, it's on. It, the fucking plane <laughs> is in free fall. And, like, who can fucking pull that out? Like, not Jesus. You know, Jesus is not taking yeah, the wheel. Obama was, Obama was running around with uh, ethereal bisexuals back when we could have actually done something about it. <laughs> Oh but my God, you're man. right, Tom. The alarming thing was that they all already have baked that for those forecasts into their uh, sort of like the way they navigate the world. And but what the point he was making was that his daughter Malia comes to him and says, "My friends really feel like there's no point to anything because the world is falling apart and is on fire. So what's the point of doing anything?" And he was basically like, "Well." You know, we probably won't stop things at two degrees Fahrenheit or at two degrees Celsius or something like that. Wait, what? What? Okay, what is it? He now? just says it so flippantly. I I keep hearing conflicting reports. Where Where are we at on the Doomsday Clock and the like? You know, <laughs> like, like to five midnight, years ago, it, it, it like eleven fifty nine fifty nine. Don't you remember like four or five years ago when we started the show? We did an episode, and I remember talking about like there was some sort of. I think it was when that uh, Wallace article was going around about that, that everybody was calling alarmist or whatever. Uh-huh. And there was like, you know, oh my God, it's the countdown. We have to make, we have to reduce emissions by this, by this point, and or, you know, it's going to warm or whatever. I feel like the goalposts are constantly moving on that question. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does anybody, yeah. y'all got, got any guesses as to what we're, what the current, not that it matters. My, my I think it's supposed to be still two degrees Celsius, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that they're gonna do some. Um, what's that? That climate summit shit when they get together and kind of shift the goalposts, right? To be like, okay, let's give us a little more time so that we can squeeze out more profit while we're killing the fucking planet. But it's supposed to be I two mean, degrees Celsius, right? I, I don't say this in like a like a like a get the guillotines out kind of way or anything like that. I don't say <laughs> I don't say this in an epic communism way. But what, how much goddamn money do you need? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? Where are you going to spend it at when we're all just like a barren wasteland ruled by <laughs> roving bands of war boys? <laughs> you know, like, where the fuck are you going to spend it at? <laughs> Dude, like, I saw somebody say some shit, like, um, I forgot who it was, but they said something like, well, the uh, some countries will be fine. Like, you know, like the Western world will be fine and like uh, uh, richer people will be fine. I'm like, dog. I don't. I think that people think like as if it, this is going to be a nuclear apocalypse. They're going to have like bunkers and shit like that. When it's climate change, that's the great equalizer, man. Oh, when Obama food used scarcity that and water, where are you going to go, bro? <laughs> Obama used the example of Bangladesh in that he did. video. Yeah, he was like, and he basically conceded that well, Bangladesh might be underwater, but we'll be okay in Indianapolis <laughs> or wherever. <laughs> oh my God, man. Well, I, I, there's a there was an article in the Nation a few months ago about how like the IPCC put out another report or something like that. This was back in do April. Do they do anything else but put out reports? They, they, like, what is the? <laughs> they just let you know it's getting worse, guys. Those <laughs> motherfuckers are the most report. Can you imagine a more demoralizing job than being an IPCC report guy? No, full well, nobody's going to do shit about anything you're ringing the bell about. You think your job is fucking meaningless. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the the point oh, of the article, it's in the nation. It says the media's recent turn to climate optimism is a cruel fantasy. The basic point was that nobody reported on the most recent report, which is like, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Even when they did report on it, nothing was changing. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But it is an interesting thing to point out in the sense that, like, it does seem like the mass media has just been like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Didn't fuck they it. blame... Wasn't it that article in The Hill like a couple weeks ago where they said that um, studies said that scientists were at fault for not ringing the alarms about climate change over the past few decades? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like they're blaming the fucking scientists. You know? I saw, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> like you guys weren't, uh, apoc- you guys weren't apocaly- apocalyptic enough, you know? That, Your June really- saying what didn't go hard enough, man. <laughs> Obama's <laughs> playing with fire telling his daughter that. Like he's really playing with fire because like... Basically, she came to him and was like, all my friends are kind of like, they don't see any point in living. They don't see any point in reproducing and having families and kids because the world's going down in flames. And he basically was like, yeah, but it'll be fine. He's playing with fire by doing that because, like, what's going to wind up happening is, like, Malia and them are going to become, like, third world Maoists. And they're going to start strapping yeah, exactly. bombs to their chest and, like, blowing up post offices and, sh- and shit. Just, like, like <laughs> blowing up pipelines. These kids are all, basically, her, his daughter was like, my friends are all nihilists. And they have, they're, they're losing regard for human life. And he wasn't. Let me radicalize you a little more. <laughs> and they're turning to me. Thinking that I have, you know, at least an audience with a man that ruled the world for eight years. What would I? What should we tell them? Uh, uh, we'll tell them that uh, Bangladesh is fucked, and if they don't live there, they shouldn't worry about it. Maybe you should move. Uh-huh. Oh, oh my God, son. Um, Terrence is right about these goddamn whales and everything. We're we're we're, we're spreading all these like weird things about comrade orcas and all that shit really what we've done is fuck things so bad they're just agitated as hell because the ocean's too acidic and yeah <laughs> you know it's like i think kids reports of sharks coming were. like right up to the fucking beach <laughs> i think i saw <laughs> I, mean, like, I think i saw something like that i think i saw it was um that like the content of like nitric nitric acid or or uh, oxygen levels in the seas are like so bad that that's partially why the orcas and stuff are behaving this way. Basically, we've turned their fucking homes. I mean, it's the same shit with everything else. It's like on land. It's just yeah, habitat we, destruction. We, we made them refugees. Yeah, we yeah, made yeah. Them refugees from the sea, dog. Dog, that's yeah, dark. It's like you yeah. ever had a you ever had a y'all ever have fish tanks when you're little and you let them get like. <laughs> a little scuzzy and unbalanced, and you come home one day, and 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 Yuppie is laying on his side, floating up the top, and you're like, "How could this have happened?" <laughs> That'd be like if you were constantly smoking cigarettes in one room with like car exhaust, like just like fumes yeah. everywhere. <laughs> you literally you carbon with the monoxide poison that goddamn fish. <laughs> Mom, why how'd this happen, <laughs> dude? I mean, not to... No, go ahead, Terrence. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, not to be, like, a, like even more, like, a apocalyptic about it, but, uh, like, the thing that creeps and freaks me out is, like, phytoplankton, man. Because, like, I looked in this shit, and they're, um, they're like, the base of the aquatic food web, you know? Like, mm. so many species. Like, I mean, the entire marine uh, ecosystem relies upon them, you know? But they're also, like, carbon sequestrators, I guess. Like, they deal with carbon sequestration, and they're responsible for 50% of our oxygen in the atmosphere. Uh. So when they die, 
not only will foods like like a whole entire like food base collapse, you know. Yeah. And most people live by the coast. You'll eat seafood, but the planet's gonna get even hotter. So it's just like, damn, dude. And I, they're like microscopic, tiny little things that we don't even we don't even fucking think about, you know. I love that. It's like the permafrost thing, or like the Amazon. It's like you have carbon sinks. And we're like, everybody's watching it very nervously. Everybody's watching the permafrost nervously. Like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Ah, oh, fuck. It's like watching a pot, you know what I mean? Like, making sure it doesn't boil over. And then it does, and you're like, God damn it. And, cause, and then all the, for just a second. Well, all I the to add to that metaphor, we are the frogs in that. <laughs> in that boiling over flowing it's just, pot. Well, it's just that, like, there are things on the earth that have sequestered all this carbon. And we're making it so bad that it is just initiating feedback loops. It's like the it's like the air conditioner thing in Phoenix and stuff. It's like all contributing. It's like I was thinking I was like flying into Dallas last week and just like overlooking like flying into like the suburbs out the urban sprawl outside of Dallas and you just pass like thousands of small buildings each with like 18 different air conditioning units on them (laughs) (laughs) just like dog we're so fucked dude like i was thinking this too when uh you just reminded me i was thinking too when i was flying back into atlanta from new york man and like Yo, I was like, dude, this really is a city in a forest, man. Like, it's like an o- like a city uh-huh. in like this green oasis. It is. Yeah. And now they're trying to cut down one of the lugs of Atlanta to build this fucking cop center. I'm just like, dog, you guys are just already making a bad situation even worse, and they don't care, yo. Well, they do not give a I, shit. I saw this article in the New York Times about how scientists have now come up with a type of paint that you can paint the outside of buildings that will like cool the buildings uh it says uh cooler than air temperatures at midday and up to 19 degrees cooler at night reducing inside temperatures and cutting air conditioning needs by as much as 40 percent okay that sounds fine but good luck convincing like the homeowners (laughs) associations in the suburbs of painting all every single house uniformly white to like keep this you know what i mean leave it cooler yeah that's not happening i'm sorry sounds cool Sounds cool, like it probably would work, but it's not fucking happening in an America where like the fascist suburbs have to have their own fucking aesthetic, like you know yeah. what I mean, like <laughs> like heterogeneity. They're gonna literally think that's totalitarianism. Yes, they're gonna exactly. be like it's total. The, the woke the woke crowd wants us all to paint our houses this color. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's too, gonna man, be. I have to say, I have to say, like I'm not saying that isn't a good idea, but I really hate where we get these like almost like cloudy with the chance of meatballs type of fucking like like yeah. these, like devious <laughs> ideas like oh we're just gonna blanket out the sun or some shit like that's like dog why not just like i mean i don't even i don't know what the fuck you do i guess stop fucking like burning fossil fuels but that's not gonna happen overnight you know but it's everything to avoid actually like dealing with the issue itself you know yeah that's insane i pulled malia i'll get her <laughs> baby blanket and we're gonna stretch it over the sun we're gonna put it up on satellite and we're going to blank out the sun for a little bit. <laughs> going to have a blackout curtain for the sun? Blackout curtain for the sun? <laughs> She's like, Dad, you know, have you been done? <laughs> who, was that, who was that band that sang that song? Uh, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you Is that got? To Counting Crows? Yeah. Yeah. There's something, something like that. We've paved paradise to put up a parking lot. Damn, so true, bro. It's so true that we've paved paradise <laughs> to put up a parking lot. Who was that guy? Adam... What's his name? Adam Driver. 
no, the guy, the lead singer, <laughs> Counting Crows. That had the, Adam, the Adam of Girl. Adam and Eve, Adam? Oh, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that guy's the prophet. <laughs> if that's even the band in question, I don't know. I was going to say Collective Soul, but <laughs> nah, I think dude. they sing something different. Collective Soul is a little grungier. Oh, okay. They had that song that was like, Heaven let your light shine down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song. Whoa. That song Yeah, that sounds sick. That sounds like a banger. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Jim Blossoms. Maybe it's the Jim. No, it wasn't the Jim Blossoms. They sang, uh, what's that song they sang? Um, across you 110th Street. Want to, da, 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 da. Is that shit? No, it's the Spin Doctors. I give up. I quit. <laughs> Um. Well, keeping with the theme of, I mean, let's just go full bore into this, man. Let's just get fucking, let's go fucking loopy with this shit. Let's uh, go. Let's get dark. Let's get dark. I let's get. Let's get dark. I've had a, <laughs> I've had a like a spate of articles I've been sitting on for a few weeks. I've been waiting to bring into the, this space. I've been intentional about showing up and. This space. Uh, God, when he's intentional, watch out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Buckle up. Uh, this is in a website called Venture Beat. the The title is "The AI Feedback Loop." Researchers warn of quote model collapse as AI trains on AI generated content. Okay, so before I read this article, sure. I just I just want to say that this further bolsters my theory that so it's like. At any given point in time, you have a running tally in your head of all the things that are getting going wrong with the world. Like it's like obviously, yeah. so like there's the environment. It's like, mm. yeah, we're destroying that. Like abortion access, um, yeah. rights for trans people. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I could just keep going down the list. The wealth right? and income equality generally. Yeah, yeah, across yeah, yeah, the board. yeah. It's yeah. just you just keep going down the list. Police shit. Yeah. 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 But th- but like the scope of how bad the internet has become a societal problem has never really been that clear to me until now. Like okay, so fifteen years ago there was a lot of promise around quote unquote the internet. I remember reading interviews with Chomsky and stuff, being like, "Well, it could be good for spreading information, and we could use it to topple governments, that kind of shit." But it, at this point, it is now like the jury is in. There is no question about it. The internet is a societal problem on par with carbon emissions, pandemics, devaluation of life. (laughs) What'd you say, Tom? Pandemics, pestilence. Pandemics, pestilence. (laughs) Famine. (laughs) What of the four horsemen? The reason why. (laughs) The fifth horseman. (laughs) So the reason why is because, like, whereas the environmental problem, like, brings harm to our bodies, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Like our health and our uh, well-being and everything the internet problem brings harm to our minds it's like this is a thing that like i guess what i'm saying is like within 60 maybe even 20 years people will be so insane like brain addled insane yes like swiss cheese like addled yes (laughs) like like boring holes through their brains yes yo completely 100 percent dog yeah it ruins your mind Let, let me ask you a question before we go any further you think if we opted out right now and just became Luddites, like how long do you think it would take us to our minds to revert and heal? <laughs> to grow like, those billions of lost brain cells? Those synapses that we've, we've like kind of put on ice for the last 
20 years, you know, at least. Uh-huh. To you regroove know our braids. You know what's yeah. funny is that, like, all the Manosphere guys, like, they've got all these rules for, like, alpha, being an alpha male. Like, the I'm just going to say this. The one thing that you can do if you're truly worried about yourself and your masculinity and all this other stuff, the one thing you can do that would be better than every other thing that you'll never hear any Manosphere right-wing influencer say ever because they need you to keep streaming is log off. Literally. Log off. Log off. But they'll never log tell off. you that because their whole thing is predicated on, on the idea that you keep streaming their bullshit content. Absolutely. Uh... So, this is, let me read this article. The age of generative AI is here. Okay, I, I hate the phrase generative AI. I feel like it's one of those isn't things. Isn't it already generative? What does that I mean? I know, it seems like it's like people like saying I'm it. More like degenerative AI. <laughs> degenerative AI. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Um, oh, shit. Only six months after OpenAI's chat GPT burst onto the scene... As many as half the employees of some leading global companies are already using this type of technology in their workflows. As another aside, when did we start using the word workflows to just describe work? I could tell you about 2015 is when I heard about it. Yeah, okay. That's when I was thrown into the flow. Uh, they said, here's your workflow. <laughs> they, threw you, they grabbed you by your ass and your collar of your shirt and <laughs> threw you in. Yeah, you know, like in Eastern Kentucky, I, say, I, well, I learned how to swim. And my daddy uh, took me. I was three years old. He just threw me in the creek. <laughs> That's what they did with me and work. <laughs> threw my ass in there. Yeah. Uh, Sink or swim, you little fucker. <laughs> um, but as those following the burgeoning industry and its underlying research know, the data used to train the large language models, LLMs, and other transformer models underpinning products such as ChatGPT, Stable Diffusion, and MidJourney comes initially, initially from human sources, books, articles, photographs, and so on, that were created without the help of AI. Now, as more people use AI to produce and publish content, an obvious question arises. What happens as AI-generated content proliferates around the internet and AI models begin to train on that oh instead of on primarily human-generated content. So that's like throwing like a bunch of vomit on top of a pile <laughs> of shit. Oh, that's on top of like a pile of rotting f flesh and meat and shit like that. Oh my god, dude, that's so fucking bleak. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Well, anyways, I'll save it for a minute. Specifically, looking at probability distributions for text-to-text -text and image-to-image -image AI models. The researchers concluded that learning from data produced by other models causes model collapse, a degenerative process whereby, over time, models forget the true underlying data distribution. This degenerative process, AI, you're right, It Kyle. is degenerative AI, you're right. <laughs> Vindicated. This process is inevitable, even for cases with almost ideal conditions over long-term learning. Over time, mistakes in generated da data compound and ultimately force models that learn from generated data to misperceive reality even further. Uh, we were Wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> so baked into it is a detachment from reality. Yes, baked into, baked into the model is a long-term secular trend towards degeneration. <laughs> because, by its, because by its very nature, what happens is in the early stages of AI... 
AI uses current existing materials, books, films, movies, uh, any kind of text in general, mm. to produce answers, to produce things. Yes. And a lot of those times, even that's inaccurate. People have demonstrated this on a lot of some of the times. A lot of times it is accurate, but a lot of the times it's inaccurate. Regardless, so much of that content gets put out there and made available to AI five, ten years down the line that once you are asking this AI five, ten years down the line for these answers, it will then go back and pull the content that it generated. It'll replace like the original source itself almost. So so that like the further (laughs) you get away from it, it's like the it's like moving away from a ra a mirage. You know what I'm saying? So that like the component parts become even more obscured to you. It's like it's honestly it it goes to my theory that we are reinventing the 19th century in every conceivable way. <laughs> it's like we like we're going back to 19th century medicine just because of the profit motive has hollowed out medicine. We're going back yeah. to like 19th century like like epistemology <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, yeah. like dude yeah thinking about it too i guess with the uh i guess with the degenerative art is like the internet is already like you know where you can have a vantage point to see all of cultural history right from like one vantage point you know what i mean but now like it used to be a thing where you know your teacher would be like yo don't go to don't go to wikipedia because anyone can change the art the the article whatever right now Anything that you think, like, it's not just deep fakes and stuff like that. Like, how do I know this information is, like, legitimate or real? How do I know this piece of artwork? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, like, not already generative of something else that's already been made up through an algorithm. Jesus, man. God, it's, like, a maze of shit, man. It's, like, a labyrinth of shit. Yeah. Honestly, you know how... Um I feel like I'm pretty good at sussing out like what's AI and what's not. Be- mostly because AI produced images really creep me the fuck out. Like I get a very bad, I get bad vibes. And I remember seeing the clips from the new Flash movie, and then I think it was like Chapo or someone had, they had suggested that uh, the movie was created entirely by, by like AI generated like CGI. And it's like that makes total sense if that's the case. Like. Because, like, I watched those clips, specifically of the Flash putting a baby in a microwave. And, dude, I'm telling you, it was bad, <laughs> it was bad times for me. It was bad times for me. Is that is that going to be the new, uh, there's a munchkin that hangs himself in Wizard of Oz? <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, if you pause it, man, Ezra Miller put a baby in a microwave and turned and, like, blew it up right. and turned it on. Yeah. Vaporized a baby on the set of Flash. <laughs> I, I'm ashamed to say that I went to go see that movie because I like I love the Flash, uh-huh. um, and it was trash, man. But at the end, <laughs> it's, it was fucking horrible, dog. At the end, like they they try to like uh, bring back like all of these characters, like um, like Christopher Reeves as Superman, uh, yeah, and. I mean, the CGI looks like AI. I mean, the whole movie is a CGI movie, yo, but Ugh. it made me feel icky and dirty and bad looking at it. It's the same way that a Marvel secret Marvel Marvel Secret Invasion, a lot of people are talking about this. Um their newest show, the the credits, the opening credits are AI or AI credits. And I think it's the first show to do anything like that. But of course, Marvel would be the first studio to use AI because they already fucking make slop, you know. Well, that's what people a- won't be able to tell the fucking difference. That's what's on that's basically what's on uh the table with this writer strike. I mean, yeah. Dude, yeah. I honestly though, you know how like 
there are some movies and video games you can't watch. There'd be like a disclaimer at the beginning of them. Like if you suffer from epilepsy, do not watch this. There are flashing, blinking lights. Like I need that for movies with like AI generated shit in them because I get a gross, disgusted feeling when I fucking see. It's like Like, that tryptophobia thing. Yeah, like trypophobia. I get like the trypophobia thing from watching that shit. Me, I'm allergic to bitch assness. <laughs> so when I go into a movie, they need to say, "Listen, if you're if you're sensitive to bitch assness, you need to walk out right now." And I say, "All right, give me my money back. I'll take my I'll take my popcorn and go then." <laughs> movie for hard motherfuckers only. <laughs> I would get out. I'm so I'm too soft, man. Yeah, Uh, pretty soft. Um, I would say, hey, can we pause this movie? So, is this saying that if we're too soft, we should leave, or if we're too hard, we should leave? It's unclear. Clarity on that. Can we get like a meter, maybe like a scale, a range? Yeah, a spectrum of softness. Um, I'm surprised we had. I'm surprised not to sound like one of those uh, wokeness is bad kind of guys, manosphere guys, but. have we have we made any movies with like oh I guess like ratings or trigger warnings in a way? <laughs> I know what you're saying. They 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 did um what's what studio is this man that um I forget every time they air like an older movie they have a disclaimer in front of it that oh, says yeah. the views the views of the dirt the views that yeah. made of this hot movie where you know of its time and da 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 but we're gonna preserve it because yeah um well I wanted to finish this article real quick with um. The AI entropy article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AI AI entropy article. Um, Just like, uh, just this quote from it. It's like, it perfectly substantiates what I was saying. Um, This person who worked on the study says, just as we've strewn the oceans with plastic trash and filled the atmosphere with carbon dioxide, so we're about to fill the internet with blah. This will make it harder to train newer models by scraping the web, giving an advantage to firms which already did that or which control access to human interfaces at scale. Indeed, we already see AI startups hammering the Internet Archive for training data. Um, Basically, kind of like I was saying a second ago, it's like we've created... (laughs) like The Internet has become a a massive social problem. Um, And it's not even this... Not even specifically this stuff... Like, there was an article in the New York Times, Ohio plastic surgeon loses medical license after TikTok live streams. She was broadcasting some patient's procedures on TikTok. Yo, dog, it changes people's brains. Like, literally, it changes the morphology of your brain. Like, not it just gets smooth, but the neural connections are not as strong anymore. You know what this reminds of, dog? It's like... It's like this phenomenon you see where people will record or take pictures of like, I mean, shit that like back in the day when every, not everybody had a fucking camera in their pocket, like a cell phone. If you see like some like, I don't know, some lady like yelling at her kid or if you see somebody while not on the train, nobody would fucking be like, yo, look at this shit. I have to show everybody. Yeah. But now we everyone need a feels consent the form. Need- Yes, yes, you yes, dude. Literally, it's like, can I record you doing this absurd shit to show the rest of the internet for clout or whatever it is? It turns people into like I don't even know what they are, man. Like content zombies, dude. Oh, let me tell you, I had a little, I had a little run in with that today myself. I had a podiatrist appointment. I had a procedure <laughs> down on my foot a few weeks back, and I was going in for my follow up. And I was back there with the doctor, and she said, uh, <clears throat> she said, uh. uh 
Let me ask you a question. You like Dr. Pimple Popper and stuff like that? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I am one of those gross people that like to watch, you know, blackhead removal videos and stuff. I don't seek them out, but like uh-huh. if I see them, it's pleasing to me, you know? Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah, sure. She goes, <laughs> well, we're pretty famous around here. And I was like, oh, is that right? And she said, yeah, you should check out our TikTok channel. She said, let me tell you what you should start with. She said, go Google the name of the clinic and double ram's horn and uh, i was like i was like i was like wait a second oh no let me get this straight you're a you're a medical office (laughs) i I didn't say this to her in my head i'm reason i was like you're like you take you know like like medicine like like paramount in this right is the idea of the hippocratic oath and like confidentiality and all this stuff you know what i mean and it's like uh you can imagine a world where, like, uh, you know, something more serious than, like, you know, sort of ingrown toenail removal or whatever the hell is they're doing on there, you know. It's like, no, uh, it's just like, it's, I was just like, it's like it blurs the line of it is to, this place is to medicine what, like, WWE is to wrestling. Like, like <laughs> Dude. collar and elbow. <laughs> Greek Roman style wrestling. You know what, I mean? what it is? What, what, Jerry, what Jerry Springer is to it's like medical uh, entertainment. Like social work, probably. You know, therapy or some shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's medical entertainment, but the way that it's sold to you was almost like a doctor asking you if you wanted some extra perks. It's almost like a reproduction <laughs> of the opioid crisis. It's like, yeah. Yeah. hey, we've got the real medicine up front, but in back, we've got we got in the back, though, we got hey, the real shit. Back, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, in the or, seedy back alley next to the dumpster. Or like a Faustian bargain where she's like, hey, you want to be famous, little boy? You want to you show off your incision? <laughs> it's like, I thought that's where this was going. I thought she was going to ask me to be on their TikTok channel, in which case I was actually going to walk out of there with my feet bleeding and just leave a trail on the Dude, way. Dude, it, it's, like it's like all of the influencers who use their children to get like millions of followers on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or whatever. You're right, Aaron. It changes the morphology of the of your brain. You find yourself doing things that, honestly, probably no human in recorded history has ever done. <laughs> it's like it it makes you have lapses in judgment that are so unprecedented in the long history of human that development. That are literally fundamental to your survival. Literally, yeah. <laughs> let, let me ask y'all a question though. What if what if it got so bad where like you got me thinking, Tom? Where, like, healthcare is so unaffordable, I mean, it already is, that, like, doctors are like, hey, if you let me record this procedure and put it on my TikTok, you don't have to pay for it. You don't have to put the hospital bill. Yeah, just let I, me just let me record a heart, your heart procedure live for a billion viewers. <laughs> yeah, a lot let of people me, do that shit. Bro. Yeah, let me, uh, let me record you uh, uh, doing chemo with R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly in the background for my TikTok channel. If you do that, we'll, we'll cut... 75% off your bill or something. I, I would agree to it if the doctor agrees to, after he's got my chest open and the triple heart bypass, as, after that he like reaches into my chest like on Raiders of the Lost Ark or whatever, or Temple of Doom and pulls out my heart. <laughs> and beating heart. Uh, all the while, all the while, or, or, and it's like they're, they're like doing, they're doing like, like, 
you know, lipping the scene, like the lines from the movie. Yes, yeah. The <laughs> yeah, or, 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 listen, they cut Terrence's chest open all years. Party Rock is in the house. <laughs> and then you just see Terrence's heart just squirting blood. Beating everywhere. to the beat. Yeah. And then, they edit so it beats to the beat. Yeah, and then there's like every doctor in there breaks out in a flash mob. Like it's fucking. <laughs> Remember Dude, flash mobs? It's not yeah. even that far from being reality. It's like so close to being that. It's like everything is just entertainment like that. It's might as well be that. Oh my god, dude. Nah, man. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit, dude. We are so close to like the first motherfucker like killing himself like intentionally. <laughs> On TikTok for the clips, for you know what I mean? Like, like oh, he, yeah. no, like not like it's a party an accident. Like he's gonna do, like not even in a dark way. He's gonna do it while Party Rock is in the house tonight's playing. <laughs> like people are gassing him up, and he's just gonna like jump off a fucking building or something. Yo, you know this is making me think. Like, isn't there a channel or some shit like that that shows? Like, I mean, there are CCTV screens. Like, I know in New York. You could watch channels that are like public access where you could watch like streams of like, you know, people walking around in the city and shit like that. But um, now I'm thinking like, yeah, man, they're just going to make uh, it's going to be not only is going to be a surveillance state to make sure to keep you in line, but they're going to use that footage for reality TV, man. You know? Oh, yeah. And they'll, uh, you know, they'll just use that shit, man. Well, again, it's it's all kind of tied up in the the writer strike thing, too, in a way, which is like. I don't. I, I guess I saw. I think the conventional um, narrative on this is that reality TV was kind of born out of a writer's strike, right? Like, be, because. Uh, but I think I may have seen something that said that that's not entirely true. That's not entirely true. That that stuff was like, yeah, it, I did pr- see that it too. proliferated definitely during that time yeah. because like the overhead was less. You didn't need you know, yeah, like mm-hmm. elaborate fiction mm-hmm. scripts or whatever. I see. Mm-hmm. This might do the same thing for AI, though, man. This is just an opportunity for the, the, the film studios to just, like, you know, not only get out of paying people, but just, like, I mean, be more efficient with the creation of this slop. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, the same way they're trying to replace. They're not fully trying to replace writers with AI, but the writers will pretty much, I think, they'll edit the AI scripts, you know? You know, trying to cut out the human element as much as possible. And um, Yeah. Yeah, man. I guess it's easier to throw shit to the wall to stick to, you know? If yeah. I were to say something to my our matinee idols that might soon be on on the picket line, I'd say, "Listen, Brad Pitt, or whoever, um, Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise might actually do something. Listen, you have you're you're you think you're immortal, but in forty years, nobody's going to remember Mission Impossible Two, Tom Cruise." But they will remember the time that you went into David Zaslaw's office and and literally watched the breath leave his body with your two <laughs> crazy ass Scientology hands making that transfer for him. Dude, he could do it like no what consequences. What if one of our matinee idols murdered one of these studio heads? Wouldn't that be so fucking? That would actually yeah. start like a yeah. Let him yeah, eat cake. Be. Like that would be if Brad Pitt murdered David Zaslaw. <laughs> I swear to God, I'd go out in the streets tonight and just. <laughs> Just start Walked giving it off the shot of that shot of point blank at his yeah. desk yeah. <laughs> and walked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it might have to take those. I mean, those needs might be unnecessary because did y'all see uh, 
that uh, the studios are basically like we're gonna starve out the writers. Like yeah. we're gonna wait. We're gonna let them go homeless. Well, see that? You it's know? existential, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. We don't view it that way because we're so goddamn housebroken. But like, yeah. these motherfuckers are trying to starve us out. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, they, and if you don't think that. <laughs> I mean, people know this listening, but I mean, like, I don't know, the reason why I've been trying to pay attention to it or, like, I mean, I don't know, try to, I don't know, try to keep, like, abreast of what's going on, because, like, if it's happening in the film industry, of course it's hap- going to happen anywhere else, you know? Every other little job that people do, especially, like, in the service industry, like, all that whoa, shit, man, whoa, if these yeah, guys are getting, you know what I mean? And yeah. people think that writers, like, oh, they're big Hollywood writers making money. I mean, they don't make shit, dude. They used to make more, now they fucking don't, you know? Right. Well, everything's been so thoroughly proletarianized, you know? It, it was a time... Forty years ago, when you could have written one episode of, uh, you know, Doogie Howser, MD, and like that, you were like one of the ten richest guys in Los Angeles. But now it's like uh, you write one episode of fucking uh, the George Lopez program, and you <laughs> fucking <laughs> on Snap, you know? Yeah, dude, you could you could even write a prestige TV show like uh, what was that what was that HBO show? Um, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, West, West, Westworld, Westworld, right? And they can they canceled it and pulled it from HBO, so you can't even watch it anymore. You know? Wow, they put they took the, the same whole thing, thing off. Yeah, they did the same thing with uh, as a Trekkie. I didn't watch this shit because this uh this is the animated ones for kids too. But Star Trek Prodigy, Jeez. um, they just yanked that shit right off of Paramount, man. Jesus, yeah, man, yeah, man. So it's like it's not even just a generative degenerative slop, but then it's like. Stuff that they don't even have faith in, so they'll just pull the plug on it at any moment, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. <clears throat> um, well, so there are a few different ways we could take the... There's. I had like two articles I wanted to read, but I don't think we're going to have time for both of them. Um, so we can either read an article about Moms for Liberty con- Conference. <laughs> Did they do some Nazi shit again? We haven't talked they about it. They quoted Hitler again? They did what quote are the Hitler moms one? doing these days? Do what? What are the moms doing these days? Let's read this, okay? Let's read this. Okay, I had okay. another one that was kind of more in line with the AI thing, but you know what? We've beat that horse to death. Let's, let's Wait, go. This, this, is, this is the outfit that, like you said, that they had the Adolf Hitler quote on some of their <laughs> materials, and then they played ignorance about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, we never heard of this guy. We just plucked it off We don't know who this guy is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adolf, how do you pronounce it? It has really been like a banner year in rehabilitating it, Adolf Hitler. It's like every Yo, it time really you turn has. around, someone new has wa- has walked their has like slow walked them their way backwards into defending Adolf Hitler. When you're so anti-communist that you end up defending Hitler. Um, oh, yeah, we <laughs> do what, Dom? Uh, some dude was like. That's one of the that's one of those things where it's like somebody gets bored. This is just a testament what you're talking about about this internet related brain disease. It's like you just get bored one day and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go tell somebody that uh, Lenin is no no better than Adolf Hitler. And then you just it, it's just a slippery slope to the just craziest shit you don't even believe, but you're right now brain. I know. You know what I mean? But just that's to feel thing. something, dog. Just yeah. right, just something. to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yo, you know what is bad for you? Tweet. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we've not talked about Moms for Liberty, um, but I feel like it's something that's been 
you know, it's been in the discourse for a little bit. The Southern Poverty Law Center labeled them a far-right extremist group, although I don't even know what the Southern Poverty Law Center does. So, uh, they, another, I think they they named far-right extremist groups. I was going to say they're like the IPC for yeah, racism. They have reports. Um When I was growing up, I just I thought that they were uh they were combating poverty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I thought so too because they were the Southern Poverty Law Center, and then all you do. I thought they, I thought they fed people stuff. That's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) They did the the truth. They feed them the truth. They feed. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they. Um, the what the Moms for Liberty did was they have a newsletter called Parent Brigade, (laughs) and um, some Nazi shit, dog. This is this is how they came across my radar a few months ago. They quoted Hitler from a 1935 rally saying, he alone who owns the youth gains the future. Oh, they, cl- they quoted early Hitler, classic Hitler. I man. know. Not that, even a... Uh, yeah. 1930, early... Pre-Holocaust. Damn. <laughs> Maybe that was their justification. Now, see, we thought that everything was fair game before 41, so... We didn't read the rest of the chapter, <laughs> so we didn't know what happened after <laughs> this yeah. speech. We kind of, yeah, we were, we kind of quit keeping up with Hitler after thirty-five. So. <laughs> Don't, Don't know what, what happened, happened after it. that. Yeah, yeah he didn't have any hits after that. It's we're not, not canon. It's everything yeah. after thirty-five is not canon. It's not canon anymore. Not, it's not Hitler canon. <laughs> it's not uh, part of the expanded universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, this group has ties to the Proud Boys. Uh, in fact, it was not even the first time they'd been linked to this Hitler quote. I didn't know that. <laughs> in 2021, Moms for Liberty member, member Deborah Cannon, who is a school board member in Central Buck School District, Pennsylvania, posted a comment on Facebook featuring the same quote alongside a second quote from the Nazi leader. Goddamn. Goddamn. Just so you know which Hitler I'm talking about. Not like a guy, like a you know Latin American politician. I'm talking about like the actual OG Hitler. It, the the other one that he she quoted was, "If the older generation cannot get accustomed to us, we shall take their children away and rear them to the fatherland." Okay, See, so, what people were people go ahead, Terrence. I think that they're quoting. I think that they're not in their minds. They're not endorsing Hitler by these quotes. They're saying that yeah, the woke crowd is doing this stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, the woke crowd is the one. They're like, we're not saying the fourteen words, but we're just saying this guy who might have had some <laughs> retrograde ideas <laughs> hit on a couple of <laughs> poignant things. What was he cooking? He was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> so they literally said Hitler was cooking. That's literally what they've been doing. That. That's insane. <laughs> well, that's what that guy said. That guy was like, uh, Hitler's actually better than Lenin because he actually believed in what he was doing. Like he thought it was. He thought it was a net benefit for society. Ergo, he was better. <laughs> All right. So they had um a conference a few weeks ago. This is from July first. Uh, Trump, DeSantis, and more address Moms for Liberty conference. This is from July first, two thousand twenty-three. The group started in twenty twenty-one has already become influential on the right. So um. Damn, they just started in 2021? Yeah. Why did I think this was a group like from 90s or same. some shit like that? I thought that. it was like John Birch Society. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, they were too. grown in the same Petri dish. <laughs> me too. Uh, in the same Nazi lab, yeah. Yeah, the same Nazi lab. But no, they're two years old. Um, they are on a lot of school boards. 
Like it should concern Yo, you how many school boards they are on. Can I just say too that like I know that the right, you know, they have funding. I mean, they're they're the way that their institutions just are run and funded or antithetical to what you know i guess we as anti-capitalists believe in or whatever but we should feel bad about ourselves that like two years dog two years <laughs> and they're like on school boards like dsa what the fuck are you doing dog like come on son. Dude, school boards are it's really weird because school boards are kind of they have they command a lot of power in a community but they're also the kind of like locus point for like how the respectable classes get to divvy out their money because schools yeah. are funded with property taxes. Yeah. And yeah. so <clears throat> the people who are battle over that money are p- property owners, basically. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes, I mean, you know, this, this is a fight between kind of like suburban forces. You've got the educated suburban libs and then you've got these psychopaths. Well, they're both psychopaths in their own psychopaths. ways, but... Uh, but these are psychopaths who do something with the power that they have, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see them square off with the mothers against drunk driving and then the mothers of invention. <laughs> Frank Zappa's group. Yeah. The, the mothers of invention. <laughs> mothers against drunk driving. Mothers against. We had one in our community called, like, Mothers Against Gang Violence. Uh, or, yeah. or Magva. <laughs> Magva. <laughs> Doesn't really roll off the tongue, but they can get in this uh, <laughs> fatal four-way matchup too. There's there's a DeSantis quote in this story that I swear to God, man, I'll just I'll let you wait to get to it. Um, they call themselves "quote unquote" joyful warriors. That's literally what they call it. Like that's um, every time you see them talking on Facebook, they refer to themselves as joyful warriors. Can, can I can I just say real quick? So joyful warriors, they call themselves the um, what was it? The some the parent brigade or some shit like that. The parent brigade. Like yeah, this chick's name is Deborah Cannon. Everything <laughs> with them is like about war, dog. It's cartoonishly <laughs> fascist. Yeah. Yes, yo. They call themselves the Einsatzgruppen. <laughs> they just want Liebenstrom. That's they the want Liebenstrom. <laughs> they just want a little bit of space, bro. Um, but this controversial group of conservative moms are mad in getting the attention of some of the Republican Party's most prominent politicians. The members of Moms for Liberty, which formed just two days, two years ago in Florida, has since, <laughs> of course it's in Florida. This is in ABC News, by the way. I can't remember if I mentioned that. And has since branched out nationwide, say they're mad at their teachers, their principals, their president. And now, as they see it, they're fighting back through school boards, local elections, and if they get their way, the next president. What the fuck are you mad about, bro? What are they <laughs> mad about? <laughs> what are they, that CRT is being taught in kindergarten, man? Dude, this is what it is. It's um, this next paragraph. The multi-day... Moms for Liberty conference that began last week showcases how local issues like school curriculum and COVID-19 restrictions in the classroom can have tremendous galvanizing influence among GOP and GOP-leaning voters. So, like, the fact that they started in just the last two years just goes to show you how much, like, valence, how much absolute force, like, COVID, how much impact, like, COVID and everything, all the attendant factors and consequences of it have had in politics— but no one can fucking acknowledge any of that. We all still it's a basic, paradigm shift. Yeah, it's like the only people who still talk about COVID are the ones that think that it's 
so powerful that we might as well just bow down to it and, because it destroys every part of your uh, living will. And like, uh, you know, it's like, or the ones who it's think it's a sentient that, thing. Yeah, that's a sentient thing that like we must bow down to it and worship it. Or the ones who think that like the vaccine gave us nanobots and you know what I mean? It's like it's like, and they're uh, both diseased, you know. Otherwise, in, in, in the, in the, yeah. that way, political. Otherwise, disease. no one talks about it. Between those yeah. two ends of the spectrum, no one fucking wants to talk about it. Yeah, if you if you wear a mask in public, people look at you like, oh, that's almost like you're doing like some sort of like uh, cosplay from a bygone era. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah, you wear like you're wearing bell bottoms. He's <laughs> yeah. wearing uh, bell bottoms. That's quaint. <laughs> um, God, man. Governor DeSantis, former President Trump, and former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, all of whom are seeking the 2024 presidential nomination, tried to woo nearly 700 members of the over 150,000 member group on Friday. Several key breakout sessions at the center of the group's mission, such as, quote, protecting kids from gender ideology and, quote, getting flipped school boards to take action. I thought you said ginger ideology at first. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, good. About time, brother. About time. Get these redheads out of here. Let's bring the IRA in. Yeah. (laughs) um, These breakout sessions were kept behind closed doors with media access barred so that, you know, they don't let you you in on those. And you said they have 150,000 members? 150,000 is what they say. Oh my god, dude! Wait, the mothers do? The mothers do, yeah. How many members does DSA have? <laughs> they have more members. The mothers against that. Liberty have that many, have that kind of membership, and they had Adolf Hitler quoted on them. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I know. So DeSantis is probably dead in the water, right? Like he's probably not making it out of this primary. But the next person who does have some char- charisma in saying the thing that he says. Will one hundred percent win? I do oh, feel right like for a thousand years. I feel like there's a quote out there that like forty percent of the U.S. population is ready to go full fashion at any moment, at any point in time. I do kind yeah. of think that. Yeah. I know it's like not productive to think that way, but I do kind of think that. If they got, yeah, like, I totally if, think that. If they somehow totally. won uh, Matthew McConaughey to their way of thinking, it'd be lights out for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like we have to, we have to. Anytime you see a charming, charismatic person drifting rightward, you it's your it is incumbent on you to physically stop them. However, you got like get a lasso and put that shit around their waist. Yeah, nope. Bit. <laughs> Yank. Um. Yeah, one hundred fifty thousand people quoting Hitler in the U.S. It's not good, Yo, folks. That is terrifying, dog. Um, Florida GOP Chair Christian Ziegler of Sarasota, Florida, whose wife, Bridget, was a co-founder of Moms for Liberty before stepping away to focus on her duties as a Sarasota school board member. What's her name? Bridget Missile? What's her last name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bridget yeah. Landmine. Bridget, Bridget Landmine. Yeah. yeah. Bridget Barbwire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bridget Cruz Bridget Cruz hyphen missile C-R-U-Z dash missile Oh man Bridget Cruz missile told told ABC News that the group's groundswell over the past two years, two and a half years is reflective of how the issue is playing out politically The National Conference in Philadelphia is probably doubled in size from the group's gathering last year in Tampa Florida. 
The DNC slammed the group and participating Republicans on Friday morning. Um, blah, 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 blah. Katie Gorka, wife of former Trump advisor Sebastian Gorka, told ABC News that the presence of key Republican candidates is a testament to how powerful conversations around education, including what is and isn't appropriate for students, such as lessons on racism, sexuality, and gender identity, will be next cycle. The growing influence of Moms for Liberty shows that they had touched on a nerve of the national pulse, Katie Gorka said. Um, she also said parental rights and education in general are going to be a key election factor both this November in local elections as well as next November in the presidential election. Can, can I just say real quick, parental rights? Like, I feel so sorry for the kids of these people because all these people do is treat their kids like little slaves, like little versions yeah. of themselves, right? And manipulate oh, yeah. every facet of their childhood. So it's like you already have um, do, like ultimate control over these kids, yo. Now you want to do it for other people's fucking kids. Like that weird, well, like when Matt Walsh sent his kid to school with an American flag wrapped around him. It's like, <clears throat> I don't think that was Matt that? Walsh. That was another right winger, Matt. But no, well. I think, right? Pa- apologies to no, but Matt, Matt Walsh. Walsh also had, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Walsh also had something like that, where like his kid was wearing a top hat, and he was like, "I don't understand why he insists on wearing a top hat everywhere." And everybody in the comments is like, "Well, I mean, yeah, that should be like that should be like a, a like a sort of a you know when like a serial killers as little kids they kill animals and shit like that, yeah. and you kind of be like, okay, that kid's gonna be fucked up. Yeah, if you're wearing a top hat to school, yeah, yeah, man, watch out for that kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're dressing up like a fucking captain like of Like a plantation owner? For- yeah, yeah, <laughs> From the robber baron era. Yeah, it's probably uh, not a good indication of where your ideology's going. Um, okay, so nearly all attendees jumped to their feet in raucous cheer as DeSantis on Friday touted the various divisive policies he's enacted in Florida. This is the quote I was talking about. This is an... <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid, dude. He said, I think what we've seen across this country in recent years has awakened the most powerful political force in this country, mama bears. And they're ready to roll. <sighs> God, dude. Oh, that is so fucking bleak, dude. Mama bears? Mama bears, man. Who Ugh. says that? The grizzly. The grizzly, yo. Mama the bears? Grizzly bears? Mama bears. It's, well, Trump this, would never say some shit like that. This goes back to my thing about how like American fascism is so quirky. It's like I'm quirky and random, and we're gonna slaughter six million people. Yeah, it's also <laughs> infan- it's, it's also infantilizing, yo. You know what I mean? Like he uses very infantilizing language, like mama bears. You talking about like these fascists, like women? <laughs> no, it is. You know, it is. Dog, it, like, it is. It is the classic American quirky fascist formula, mama bear. It's like. Yeah. It's like, nah, like, they mean business. They're out to basically kill your children, but they're going to do it and be cute about it because they're little, little mama bears. bears. They're little mama bears. Oh, my God. Yeah, we just we just threw uh, 20 children in the furnace. I'm so random. I'm so random. <laughs> I'm so quirky. Remember when people used to say, like, people used to say that? Yeah. She's so crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so random. Um, oh, my God. The article then goes on to basically talk about how, like, Trump also spoke and has obviously got a bigger audience there. People aren't entirely sure why DeSantis is in this. They're mad at him for being in it, even though they love him, what he's doing in Florida. Um, 
Republican support with Moms for Liberty members could help them make up lost ground with female voters, some experts say. Even as Democrats seek to paint these moms as members of the GOP base rather than swing voters up for grab, highlighting how Moms of Liberty has backed book bans. Moms are the key political force for this 2024 cycle. We have an opportunity to harness all the energy, all the concern, DeSantis said in his remark. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... The mom it's like the older I get and the more... Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's That's really... A, an amazing statement. Moms are the key political force for this 2024. <laughs> mama bears, mama bears, mama the, bear, the mama bear force. constituency, man. The sad part is that all these people are on the school boards, and yes. uh, they're making it a, a, basically a open air prison for your yep. child, for, both for in terms cubs. of what they can and can't do. What? For their cubs. For their cubs, yeah. <laughs> For their cubs. You know you know what else too is like it doesn't even matter if they win like the GOP wins national elections or local elections, sure, but like you were saying, Terrence, the school boards, man, like once they get that shit, man, like I mean I'm talking about like at your kid, you know what I mean? And your what your community looks like, you know, what your kids being taught. I mean, they've yeah. won, man. You know yeah. that 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 social that like that uh that that social reproduction like that battle man they won that shit dude. Now let's oh, flip yeah, the um, let's flip that coin on its other side, Aaron. Now what if the mothers of invention take over the school board? <laughs> 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 that really would be quirky yeah. and random. That would be quirky and random. I guess. Well, I don't know. It wasn't Zappa conservative though. Yeah, he was. Weirdly. Dude, Zappa sucks. I'm sorry. Like even his music. <laughs> and there's plenty of fucking conservative artists I, that I listen to or watch their movies or read their books. Fuck Frank Zappa. His music sucks ass, dude. That shit sucks. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. What if uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna do uh, quirky and random for <laughs> music? Make it music. Now, don't let Rerun hear you say that. He loves he loves that. Does he? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I like Captain Beefheart, man. Yeah. But the fuck Captain Zappa, Beefheart dude, rules. Should... Nah, dog. Nah, dog. Well, anyways, that, that's that's pretty much the Moms for Liberty. The um, uh, Just thought it would be an interesting uh, group of people to cover because it seems as if they are... We're gonna have to hear more about them, anyway. Yeah, basically. God, man, I still can't believe twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's insane, man. They're forced to be reckoned with, bro. Oh God, dude. Um, you, God help we, us what, all. What do you think? What do y'all think we need to do to uh, if if moms are uh, for twenty twenty four, and maybe for not even just the uh, presidential election, but for uh, for the the future of the uh, the left and that this movement in this country, what should we do to uh, to uh, engender the moms to our side? What does the left need to like you know bring the moms to our side? Well, first you got to neutralize the moms for liberty. Yeah. So you got to turn them all into grandmoms. Because yeah. no one's going to listen to grandmoms for liberty. No one listen to grandmoms. No for one's going to listen no. to grandmoms for liberty. No. no. Um. So. Uh. You know, and and I'd be willing to bet that there are probably a couple grandmoms in there, and that, that yeah. we need to know the ratio of mom to grandma. They're larping it. They're larping it. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's some dads in there too. How can we trust you when you're false advertising here, and you're really the grandmothers for liberty? <laughs> <laughs> and grandma, 
Nana's for Liberty. Yeah. I like the trend. for Liberty. I like the trend in American politics of various constituency groups, like special interest constituency groups, adopting a familial position like Daughters of the American Revolution or Daughters mm-hmm. of the Confederacy or yeah. Moms for yeah. Liberty. Or- well, that's what we need to do. Uh, uncles against something. <laughs> uncle, uncles, uncles against bitch assness. <laughs> <laughs> uncles against bitch assness in film and TV. <laughs> that's actually pretty good, yo. Yeah. I wear a shirt that says that. Uncles, and uncles against bitch assness in film and TV. <laughs> oh fuck, that's pretty good. Uh, uncles for drunk driving. Uh-huh. Uncles for yeah. They're coming out strong. <laughs> you know how like they give the NRA ratings, like the uncles against uh, bitch asses of film and TV. There, there's only one movie that's got a perfect rating for them. That's the outlaw Josie Wales. <laughs> Even the good, the bad, and the ugly loses a few points. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Oh shit! Man, on that on the Moms for Liberty Hitler quote thing, didn't Tommy Tuberville have a didn't he have a quote about white nationalists recently? Didn't he call? I don't know what he said about them. He said he something had, controversial uh, and stupid, which is de rigueur for him. Is this, is this, this is the fo- this is the football coach senator from Alabama, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, former Auburn that beat out coach. Doug Ford. That Doug Ford lost to or whatever. What was, was that guy's Doug, name? Doug. Was it Doug Ford? Doug, Doug Jones. Jones. See, I don't Duh. even Doug Ford. Bro. I don't even remember this motherfucker's name, dog. <laughs> Oh, that's so embarrassing, man. He said he's what he said was that it was an opinion to say that white nationalists are racist. <laughs> it's an opinion. It's an op- <laughs> I think I hey, coach, I hate to break to you. I think the think the science is in on that one. <laughs> the funny thing a bit is about those guys from like Mississippi and Alabama is that like people kind of assume like, hey, yeah, it's twenty twenty three. Like they don't have racism like they used to back in the old day. It's like no, you don't understand. Like racism for these people was a way of life. They passed yeah, down that. Life, yeah. They passed <laughs> yeah. down that teaching. Like he really did probably have a father and grandfather, who, like yes, yeah, who like were one hundred percent on board with the KKK, if not literally oh, absolutely. the KKK. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're, might may have even been Klansmen themselves. Uh huh. So, yeah, just go 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 read about Parchman. Prison in Mississippi and tell me. Yeah, you know. dude. <laughs> yeah, these are the kind of guys like, you know, they find out that, uh, you know, their great great grandfather was a slave owner. They're like, no, but he treated them well, though. And mm-hmm. actually, they were lucky to be slaves. <laughs> See, we found some writings in a closet that said that uh, they were friends. <laughs> yeah. Their, their relationship wasn't of uh, owner and property, but rather, you know, they were like brothers. Except you know, he would. They were he, like my he, children. Yeah, he he only wouldn't grant him his freedom for as a matter of you know just course, but he basically was. Dude, mobs are getting out of control. This is insane. New York Post. Uh, New York City mom stands up to government overreach post COVID. Mom army is stepping into the breach. She said, "You cannot fuck with Mama Bear's kids." Author of Super Moms Activated, 12 Profiles of Hero Moms Leading the American Revival. What the fuck is this? Is that like the Hitler profiles of courage? (laughs) Listen, the Jonah Hill scandal has opened my eyes to the way people weaponize aesthetics and language. And Uh what they're trying to do is usher in fascism behind the 
the uh, you know the the pit bull mom kind of thing. Like, oh, yes. you don't mess with my cubs, I'll claw your eyes out, shit. Because everybody like likes that person. I don't, <laughs> but you know, in society, that person has purchase and is disarming. Yeah, you know, you know what it is, man. I think it just goes back to my uh, this whole moms for liberty, and I know it's not the original point, but um, I mentioned before, but. Like, the right's whole project is, like, progeny and social reproduction, you know? Like, that's the reason why the Great Replacement, they're like, oh, we're getting replaced by black and brown people, by immigrants. Oh, trans people, they we don't think they can reproduce, you know? And also their values, right? Um, or whether it's, like, abortion, right? Access to reproductive rights. So, like, now it's, like, yeah, down to the school level, you know? It's all about, like, they feel like their way of life is dying, man. That's why everything is, like, coded in military terms, you know, yeah. I still can't believe that, girl, that woman's name is Deborah Cannon. But everything else is like, yeah. yo, dude, they see this as like an existential war for them, you know? And she was totally right. Man, you know. <sighs> like, some, like some people be like, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm okay with like, you know, just having health care and having a social democracy. They're like, no, we want to like control a child's life from cradle to grave, you know? Right. More so than we already have control over, you know? That's what we're competing with, you know what I mean? That is really, that is such a bizarre fucking idea. It's like, they want, they. it's so weird. It's like they want children to be their children, even if they're like 83 and their child is like 65. They're like, no, that's still my, that's still my little bear cub. <laughs> still my little bear. <laughs> yeah, you'll also, always be my little bear, no matter if you're uh, six or 36. <laughs> <laughs> like, no wonder everything is so warped and deranged. Like... Hey, these motherfuckers are on the tit till they're in their fucking forties. Right, exactly. <laughs> they can't grow up. Yeah, it is uh, a kind of arrested development, combined with like some sort of like revenge from being ridiculed in their youth. Yeah, yeah. And now they get to take it out on their own children. God, man. Okay, all right, boys. Well, let's uh, close up shop for today. Uh, would like to encourage everybody to go please check out the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. There is content. I just want to say uh, again, special thanks to everybody that's up that pledge and uh, to those that I think some of you might have misheard me. I meant you should up your pledge, not <laughs> down your pledge. <laughs> <laughs> is this just like a little, just a little point order there? <laughs> This is this like the disclaimer about bitch acidness? It's hard to tell what when you mean up your pledge. When you it's, mean, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want as a point of clarification, I meant for you to give us more money, not less money, <laughs> not <laughs> less money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that wasn't clear enough. Yeah. Uh, okay, so please go do that at the Patreon. Uh, people are saying Sunday's episode was a good one, so go see for yourself or hear for yourself. Um, and until then, I guess we'll see you over at the Patreon. Peace out. Bye. See you, boys. Adios.